Episode number 811. Complaining is not an Olympic event. You're listening to the official BNI podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California. And I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? I am home in Austin, Texas uh, today, and, and I have a, a friend, a guest here at my house. Uh, Dana Coyle. Dana is my uh, personal assistant. Anyone who has communicated with me probably has uh, also communicated with Dana. Everybody needs a Dana. She's <laughs> amazing. And I'm going to have her say hi. Hello. It's really an honor to be here. I've listened to BNI podcast for years and I'm excited to say hi. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's great to have you here. And we, uh, you know, Dana's kind of the producer for the podcast. She lines up whatever guests and uh, does, you know, gets all the information in advance. So if it sounds like I'm organized, it's because Dana is organized and I follow what she says. Perfect. So great to have you here. And she's, she's going to be in the background as we do this one. Personally. Okay, great. Uh, nice to hear you, Dana. Thank you. All right. Um, so today's podcast uh, is um, kind of tongue in cheek. Uh, I, I hope you find it humorous. Uh, complaining is not an Olympic event. And when I'm done, Priscilla, if you've got some thoughts, I'd love to okay. hear them. For those of you listening to the podcast, have you ever noticed that some people seem to treat complaining like it's an Olympic event? They train for it. They strategize. They even have special equipment like a well-worn soapbox. Uh, but let me tell you, complaining is not an Olympic event. I think it's time that we all start training for something more productive. Imagine, imagine if complaining were an actual Olympic event. There would be teams from all over the world, each with their own style of complaining. <laughs> One country would be masters of the dramatic sigh. <laughs> while another would excel at dry sarcasm. There'd be one nation that would be experts at complaining about the food, and definitely one that would be efficient complainers getting their grievances out in record time. By the way, I had specific countries in mind as I wrote each one of those. So what countries would you assign as gold medalists in each of those fields? The, the dramatic sigh, the dry sarcasm, uh, complaining about food, uh, f efficient complainers, record time. Think about what country you would assign to that. I didn't want to make the countries mad, so I didn't say who I was thinking of for each of those. Uh, but imagine the opening ceremony would be a sight to behold. Instead of athletes parading around with their country's flags, teams of complainers would strut their stuff, each carrying a a well-worn soapbox. The judges would be looking for the most creative complaints, the most <laughs> eloquent grumbling, the most persistent whining. But what would the actual events be? There'd be a race to see who could complain the loudest and the longest without taking a breath, or maybe a competition to see who could come up with the most trivial complaint. Um, you know, I asked for no onions on my burger and there's a tiny piece of onion stuck to the bun. Who, who knows? Uh, the most interesting event though would be the team competition, teams of complainers would be given a situation like waiting in line at the motor vehicle department. <laughs> they'd, 
they'd come up with the most creative complaints to get ahead. The judges would be looking for teamwork, persistence, and the ability to improvise complaints on the spot. (laughs) But let's be real. Complaining is not a productive use of our time or our energy. It's a negative habit that can bring down our mood and the mood of those around us. It's much more beneficial to focus on solutions to our problems rather than just complaining about them. And I've seen this in BNI groups where, you know, somebody just starts on this rant of complaining and they complain and they complain and they complain and it, and it rubs off on other people. And it's really important to, um, in, in a BNI group to, to, to nip that in the bud. It, you know, when you have somebody that is complaining constantly to have a conversation with them, you know, having a, a positive and supportive attitude is, is an important element uh, of a successful BNI group. So I would say let's start training for something more productive instead of complaining about the long wait at the Department of Motor Vehicles. Uh, let's bring a book to read or a game to play. Instead of griping about the weather, let's plan a fun indoor activity or embrace the rain with a colorful umbrella. Um, and what about BNI? Think about something that people complain about in BNI and then consider what might be done definitely to address that issue or to focus on a solution. When all is said and done, uh, complaining may not be an Olympic event, but it is a habit that can be hard to break. And I would ask members to strive to be more positive and, and to focus on solutions rather than just grumbling about problems. And who knows, maybe one day, We'll have a new Olympic event called a positive problem solving. I'd like that event. <laughs> that, what are your thoughts, that's Priscilla? That's great, Ivan. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I, I had once a, a member um, say to me, true story, not making this up. She said, we have a guy in our chapter and he is, he is just a fun sucker. Uh-huh. He sucks the fun right out of a room. <laughs> you know, when he comes in, it, it, he just takes all the fun out of the room. And I, she, she actually she actually said, you know, the best thing he could do for our chapter is call in sick. Because <laughs> if he's not there, we have a great meeting. Oh. And, I, and I told her, I said, you know, you got to sit down and have a conversation with him about that. And um What's really interesting is that if you if you say to somebody, hey, you know, it's okay if you step down, you don't seem very happy. Uh, it, it's okay if you step down and maybe, you know, different group of people or you're in a different place, feel free to, you know, come back in. But um, you're not enjoying this and, and we're not enjoying the process either because you just don't seem very happy and it shows. And when you open the door like that, it's surprising how many people will walk out on their own, which is funny because they will die on the hill fighting. If they're kicked out, uh-huh. but they'll walk out if you open the door for them. And, um, and you want to do that with the complainers. It's not an Olympic event. Yeah. I mean, I've been in uh, BNI now for a very long time and I've had a lot of different experiences with different groups in the same chapter, right? Because it's, yeah. it's morphed, right? Over the years. And, yeah. and the chapter we have right now is nobody complains. They're, they're just really nicely homogeneous and, pretty happy people and they appreciate each other and all that. But I've had other um, chapter configurations that where it was really like hard to be on the membership committee. Let's just say that, yeah. you know, because you yeah. have to solve these problems and they're, you know, they come up with a lot of them. So 
I, I identify yeah. with that. Isn't it interesting? The makeup of a chapter can just make all the difference in the world. Yeah, no kidding. And and that's where the leadership becomes really important, the membership committee or the leadership team, um, where you, you you get the right people in the group and you have conversations with the challenging people about you know working on their attitude. And I've seen people turn it around, but more often than not, I've seen you know, chapters successfully open the door and allow people to, to leave. Now, and by the way, when you say to them, Hey, you know, um, different group of people, or maybe it's a different time for you, feel free to, you know, consider coming back in. You don't have to take them back. Uh-huh, right. And they rarely want to come back in anyway, when they've been complaining so much, but you don't have to take them back. But if you open the door, it's amazing how many people will, will say, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think uh, by phrasing it that you don't seem very happy, that's that's yeah. better. That's you know not like taking um, fault with them. Yeah, I, it it works. It really really works. I was going to tell you a story, but I, I can't tell the story because <laughs> that chapter is still very active. <laughs> They'll recognize themselves. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you um, make it gentle about uh, it's okay to step down, um, it's amazing how often they'll do it. Good to know. <laughs> that's that's it for today, Priscilla. Okay, great. I think that was a good one. Well, thank you so much for the great information. This podcast is sponsored by MeisnerAudioprograms.com. These audio programs will provide you with the tools and the inspiration to powerfully enhance your B&I experience. So check out the great material available to you at MeisnerAudioprograms.com and then use the promo code IVAN50 for 50% off of everything. All of the proceeds are going to the B&I Foundation. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast. Mm-hmm.